no one can whoop him. Only last week, I murdered a rock. Injured a stone. Hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. Yo, yo, what's up, guys? It's your boy Chris coming at you with another episode to the Beautiful Struggle Podcast. And this is episode 29. And today we have a phenomenal guest on. Man, already. <laughs> already. Phenomenal. Before we get into it, uh, just a quick overview for all the new listeners out there. This podcast is all about empowering you to live the life that you deserve. And with that being said, if you could just do me a huge favor and just share this podcast with one other person that may need to hear this message or um, someone that's just interested into listening to a podcast, send them to the Beautiful Struggle Podcast. It's going to be a great conversation today. And with that being said, uh, my guest, he's a father, a husband, an entrepreneur, and he just has a really great story. And when I met him, it was just a lot of great energy. Yeah. Um, my man, Shannon Lumbar. How are you doing? Good, Chris. Good. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, Thanks absolutely. for coming on. So, uh, I just had to tell the people real quick how we met. Please, we're, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> we're, we're filming this on a Friday. Yeah. And what day did we meet? Tuesday? Tuesday. We met on a Tuesday. He came into our office. Less than an hour. Less than an hour. He wasn't even coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> he was coming, was going to have a conversation with somebody else. Yeah. And you guys know me. I'm just super curious. I yeah. asked a ton of questions yeah. and like we started chopping it up. For like a good 45 minutes, I was like, bro, have you been on a podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here we are, here yeah. we are. Just like that. You're like, hey, man, would you mind being on a podcast? like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> when are we doing it? My wife always says, close mouths don't get fed. That's it, man. Like, That's it. That's it. it. So next time, we got to have your wife on as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's got the other 95% of what I don't have. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, yeah, we can just get started with... Uh, Talking about your early life, I know when we were in the office, you were talking about you, you grew up in South Central LA. Yeah. You can go ahead and talk about that and start there. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in South Central LA, Killer King <laughs> Hospital, for all y'all that know, right? Um, I was I lived there till I was 10, right? I was, it was actually like my 10, I was 9, just about going out to 10. What part? Um, I was right there on 104th and Figueroa, mm -hmm. that's where I used to stay, right? And my grandparents still lived there. It was the same house that my dad and the other, what, eight of them <laughs> grew up in. Two bedroom, one bath, right? Just the usual South Central bungalow, you know? And I was born, I, from what I know, we had, they had an apartment that, you know, we kind of were in. And then I, when I was super, super young, I don't even remember it, we moved directly next door to my grandparents. Mm. So literally the driveway was shared, right? Wow. So <laughs> in the mornings when, you know, hey mom, we, you know, I'm a young boy, you know, cereal, milk, right? Mom was like, nah, you know what I mean? Kind of like that breakfast talk. I hit that back door, walk across the driveway <laughs> and right in granny's back door, you know? Wow. She's like, okay, well, what you want? I don't know, granny, she'd have a whole spread. Whatever you want. Whatever I want. <laughs> you know how it is, yeah. whatever I wanted. So it was me, my brother, my sister, you know, we literally grew up directly next to our own grandparents. And, you know, that, that really shaped a lot for me when it comes to just family and foundation, you know? And same thing with my wife, you know? Like she grew up, she was at her grandparents' house like every day. Like that's just normal. So when we got together, it's like, it's her parents and my parents, you know, with our kids. And every single weekend our kids are gone, at least one day. <laughs> because 
you know, they want to be at either her parents' house or my parents' house, it doesn't matter. But for us, we love that, you know? Absolutely love that. Like, it's, family is just so, so, so important, you know what I mean? And a lot of people, unfortunately, are kind of losing that vibe, mm -hmm. you know? And for us, it's it's so important to just hold on to that. Right, take it for granted. For yeah, sure. absolutely, man, absolutely. So, you know, grew up directly next door to Granny and Pop, and right, I'll tell you this, this is a day I'll never forget. We literally moved from South Central to the IE, Inland Empire, mm -hmm. <laughs> on April Fool's Day. You're like, this is <laughs> like, right, dude, like, like for real. Like, that was like, yo, we had a night, we had a white night. You were looking at it like, this has gotta be a joke. Yeah, this is, this is crazy, right? Like, it, it is, like, looking back, I don't even remember, like, a moving van. I don't even remember boxes. I don't remember none of that, right? And I'm like nine years old, you know? And I remember we were, it was, we had a 1990 Ford Aerostar van, white, right? Pops was like, all right, y'all get in the van. <laughs> we were like, all right, you know? <laughs> and then we started driving and we keep driving and we kept driving. It was like, yo, like we've never been this far. <laughs> we've never been this far. And also we pulled up to this house. It was just like, here's our new house. We was like, wait a minute. Like no time to process, <laughs> right? What like, part what are we doing? So we, we actually moved right into Chino Hills. <clears throat> and it's the same house that we moved and my parents are still in. Wow. You know? Like after, you know, 20, I don't even remember how long it is, but literally April Fool's Day, bro, we moved. <laughs> That's funny, just a quick story. Um, so I moved all over as well. I, I, I was born in LA. Yeah. Uh, we moved to Portland, Oregon, lived out okay. there for like a good nine, 10 years. Yeah. And then we moved to Sacramento. That's where I grew up. Right, right. But we moved from Portland yeah. to Sacramento on April 11th, which is yeah. my birthday. <laughs> so, Happy birthday, Chris. <laughs> We were driving for, and it's like a 10 hour drive. Yeah, dude, you're I driving remember, forever, like, right? I was like, so what am I, I was like 12 or something, what am I getting for my birthday? This yeah. is a good gift. It's getting a new home. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the same yeah. thing, it was just night and day, like, bro, yeah. this is completely different. Like, no time to process nothing. nothing like, oh my God. I moved in the middle of the school year, right? So <laughs> I showed I up, you actually, right? I middle just, of the school year. I showed up, bro. I went into the, I'm in the third grade, right? I walk into class and I'm just like, Wow, <laughs> that's that's all I can say, right? I was just like, where am I? You know? Oh my god, that, that's insane! It was crazy, man. It was crazy. So that was like that was like that just boom. You know what I mean? That was like that one major moment. You know, like as a kid, we're like I just I'll never forget. You know, like such a significant day, like April Fool's Day. So literally every April Fool's, I call my parents, say, hey, happy anniversary. <laughs> Like if you don't cut yeah, it out. Yeah, happy house anniversary. You know what wow, I mean? Wow. Yeah, crazy. yeah. So, so that's fun. Um, just to, just to move along. So you you mentioned that you were a firefighter. Mm -hmm. So we can talk yeah, about man. that. How did you get into that? Like, what made you want to go into that field? So back when this was like I was around like thirteen or fourteen, we grew up playing sports, right? Mm -hmm. Me and my brother. What sports? Uh, we played. Basketball, baseball. Gotcha. Right. What high school did you do? I went to uh, Ayala. Oh, right. That's Ayala right there. Yeah. Right? yeah. So we played basketball and baseball. My brother was a basketball, you know, big, he was a big time basketball cat. <clears throat> and just to kind of give you an idea, I'm not a small dude, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm six feet. Mm -hmm. My brother is six, seven. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's just that everybody's like, yo, what happened to you? I'm like, bro, I'm not small. <laughs> Just, just standing next to him is not fair. You know what? Just not to interrupt, but yeah. another funny story. Yeah. It's just same thing with my pops and I. My yeah. dad. So I'm like six foot as right. well, and he's like six four, but like 
250. Like solid. And I'm like, <laughs> 180, 150. Yeah. <laughs> like still wet. Yeah. Right, right, soaking wet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know it. Dude, and I got two. So my mom's side is, my mom's side is tall, right? Like 100%. So I've got two cousins. They're 6'8 and 6'9, right? And then my brother. So we walk around and look like a starting five. Like I'm clearly the point guard. Right, right, clearly, right, right. okay? I'm not even coming off the bench. Like, yo, just pass me the ball when we right. get down the court, you know? So I'm like, duh. So anyway, we were playing sports our whole life, right? And I got to the point to where, you know, you start hitting them teenage years, you start tripping, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And pops don't play at all. Oh. Like, not even a little bit. So just because the school has a certain standard and criteria, that is not pops standard and criteria, you know what I mean? So when I started falling below his criteria, you know, he's like, all right, man, sports is out, bro. Like, you better mm -hmm. figure it out. So, you know, naturally, instead of being that dude, oh, you know, I'm going to pull up my bootstraps and I'm going to get better grades. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, shit, then I'm going to do something else. Mm -hmm. Dumb. So what I wound up doing is I wanted to keep that, you know, same as, you know, athlete feel and just be busy doing mm -hmm. something. So he found an Explorer program for me, right? Right in Ontario. Okay. So there was a junior firefighter Explorer program. You know, I'm 13, 14, and I wound up doing it, and I loved it, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm, like, using different, you know, parts of my brain, you know what I mean, different challenges, things like that. So I did it for a while, and, you know, kind of, that was, like, that bug that kind of bit, and, you know, fast forward through high school, you know, I was still being the usual rebel teenager, and for no reason, <laughs> like, like, who, I'm not hurting anybody, just me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So after that, dude, you know, I, I graduated and, you know, for Bobsy, he's like, so what you going to do, bro? Like, you're not sitting around here, you know, <laughs> like you're grown, get out. So I wound up joining the military and I went, when I went to the military, I had like every intention on joining it with the purpose of having a firefighter background and being a firefighter, you know, because mm -hmm. he, he was in the military. I've got a lot of family, I've got a big time family military background. So he was in the military. He's like, you're not going to there. Your uncle did that. You're not going to there. Your uncle did that. You're not going to there. I did that. So here's your only option, you know? Mm -hmm. So when I went to go, you know, went to go apply in the whole nine yards, you know, they said, hey, firefighter, you know, the fire academy is full, obviously, because everybody probably wanted to do it. Yeah. You know, his pops was like, cool, you're not waiting around. So just get in there anyway, you know, and then figure it out later. So that's what I wanted doing. I literally went in just on a, you know, regular trade got a you know got a bunch of certs and stuff and then but I still had that you know man like this day that I can apply the day that I can apply the day that I can apply I'm gonna do it no question so three years literally three years to the day boom I applied for it and I got picked up mm. right so I wound up going to the fire academy you know loved it <clears throat> excuse me I loved it and you know got a chance to still travel the world you know went all over the place Middle East all kinds of places and then I came um, I came home after like my last one and I was like, all right, man, I'm done. Like, I got to do something else, you know? How long were you doing that for? So I did. I was in the military for five years, eight months, and 17 days. Mm -hmm. Not that I counted. <laughs> but I know. I just know right off rip, you know? But check this out. Like, here's, here's the crazy part. So when I came back, I was on my last deployment. I was in Afghanistan. I came home, and, you know, they were offering a, a certain program where, you know, if you applied for it, you know, you could get an early release. So I went in, and I was like, hey, man, I'm out of here. You know, is, is it possible? They're like... Well, you'd qualify technically, you know, all this other stuff. And then they just literally asked me, it was like, hey, so what day do you want to get out? Right? And I was like, 
It was, I think it was probably like July. Mm-hmm. And April 1st. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's like April. But check this out. So it was like July. So I said, shoot, I said, you know, uh, September 30th. Like literally just out of nowhere. September 30th. So they were like, all right, gives you like, you know, X amount of months. And then, you know, you have a good life, that type of stuff. And then I called my pops. And I told him, pop. I said, hey, man, I know I just got back. I said, but I'm out of here. He said, what do you mean? So I, you know, I, I applied for it. They accepted me. And he's like, when are you getting out? And I said, September 30th, right? And he was quiet. And then like two seconds later, he's like, that's the same exact day that I discharged from the military. Whoa. Like so many years back, right? Like I was just like, what? That's crazy. Isn't that crazy, right? Wow. Wild. So anyway, so I, you know, I do like September 29th came, right? And I had a bunch of time off. So your boy's coming in looking like a bum, you know what I mean? <laughs> My hair's long beards out and I'm literally just going to go sign some paperwork and a really close um really close friend of mine who was actually uh one of my higher ups he was walking out at the same exact time I was walking I hadn't seen this dude in a long time so he's I'm walking in he's walking out and he's kind of stopped he's like hey what are you doing here I was like man I'm out he's like really he's like what are you doing now and I was like where he's like what are you gonna do I was like well honestly I haven't been home for the holidays and like five years you know something crazy i was like i know i'm just gonna go home go for thanksgiving and christmas and new year's and after that i don't know Mm -hmm. so he's like all right would you like a job in africa (laughs) like straight up i was like what he's like yeah man i just got picked up i'm i'm going to africa and he's like um i was like when are you leaving he's like in a in a few weeks and i was like i just kind of stood there i was like man you know it's like that crossroads moment Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so Real quick, did yeah. you did you meet did you meet your wife or no 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 this is all me dude like this okay, is way okay, before okay. yeah I wouldn't have done any of this stuff right. yeah no 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 this was back in my single let's okay, go okay. let's go hit the town you know let's go figure out stuff mm-hmm. so anyway so I'm crossing him and you know he says that and I was like you know what or he he said he said you know what I'm gonna email you as soon as the holidays are over are you okay with that and I was like yeah for sure. Sure enough, dude, like the first or second week in January, boom, I get an email from him. Hey, man, I'm out here, you know, just seeing if you're curious or not. And I just stood there, I was like, dude, why not, bro? <laughs> so I emailed him back, heck yeah, I'm on my way, you know? So he sent me a bunch of paperwork, I went through da da da, and literally three weeks later, I'm landing in Africa. What part? I was landing, I actually lived in Djibouti, Africa, right? So if you look at the Horn of Africa, mm-hmm. right? The very, 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 very tip of the horn. So I'm between Somalia, Ethiopia, and Eritrea. That's where I went. So it's a French Republic, yeah. and it's like this big, dude. Like 100%. The capital of Djibouti is Djibouti. <laughs> right? They're just like, man, we're not coming up with different stuff. We're just going to do it. Right. So I lived there almost two years, man. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. And what were you doing out there? <clears throat> so I was just doing government contract work, oh, you know? Okay. So I, I'm the type, man, it's like, I don't care what anybody else says. Mm-hmm. I gotta go see it for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you if if you're concerned with what other people say, then you're never gonna do anything. You know. Mm-hmm. So my experience there was something that I'll never forget. You know. And if I would have listened to a couple of people that I told that I was gonna do it, I just sat at home. Mm-hmm. You know. So I wanted to move out there, man, for two years, dude, almost. And it was bananas. I had the time of my life. It was amazing. You know. And then I came back, right? I came back because, you know, it was one of those things where like, all right, I got to come up with something else. Like, I'm that dude, you know? Like, I'll wake up and I'll be like, all right, that's it. <laughs> like, what do you mean that's it? I'm like, 
I've been doing it for a while. Like, I'm ready, you know? Let's just do something else. So I came home, you know, started hanging out. I got my own apartment, you know. That's when uh, that's when I went up to Richmond. So mm-hmm. I stayed up in Richmond for a little what bit. Did you go up there? <clears throat> a girl. <laughs> you know? I went back up there, and I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm going to establish and get a life, da 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 Shit, that lasted a couple months. And then you my, like, what's next? Yeah, you know, and then my brother, my brother, my, my cousin and my buddies, they drove up with the U-Haul, you know, said, threw my stuff in, we drove back down to south. And it's funny because, you know, I've been, I've been to more countries, I've been to states, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. Like, I was gone, I was gone for right around 10 years, right? Like, my whole 10 years of life, I was gone from, like, high school till then. And I, I, I... I've always known that I was going to be back in Southern California, you know? I just, I just, it's just one of those things, you know what I mean? You got that tug, you got that pull, you just know you're going to be, like, where your heart is going to right. take you, right? So anyway, so I came home, you know, for a girl, didn't work out, went back down south, and then I find myself, like, you know, just doing just some odds and ends, I got bored, blew through a bunch of money, you know what I mean? Just hanging out with buddies, and then all of a sudden I started working, you know, construction and stuff because that's what my family does. A lot of my family they do a lot of construction and stuff. So I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, man, got out the military, had this crazy experience in Africa, and now I'm just doing construction, you know. And I'm not knocking that whatsoever, but for me, I was like, I gotta figure something out. It just wasn't for me. So I literally, so that's when I applied for my absolute 100% dream job. And that was working as a professional firefighter for the city of LA, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, dude, I'm born and raised here. Like, this is my hood. Like, this is where I'm from. Like, why wouldn't I get, like, marry the most prestigious job, you know, one of the most prestigious jobs that people see with, you know, my hometown. So I applied for it and everything was going. I just kept clicking, kept clicking, kept clicking. You know, everything kept moving. And I wasn't really worried about it. You know, I'm like, man, like, I've got... I'm. I'm pretty solid, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that I, they wouldn't want a guy right, like me, right. of course, you know, ego talking. So I got to a point all the way up to where they said, hey, you know, like we need some certain, you know, requirement from you. And I didn't have it anymore because I was in Africa for two years. And then I just kind of started thinking about it. I was like, man, I think this is like one of those crossroads again, right? Because at the same time I'm applying for all that stuff, I got a couple of buddies that are still spread around the world, right? And they're like, hey man, why don't you come work over here with us? You know, hey, because it's such a small, tight-knit community. Hey, come work over here, right? And I had a buddy in Iraq. And then I had, a, um, I had another buddy up on an island right off of the coast of South America. Curacao, that's where it was. Mm-hmm. He was like, dude, come work down here with me, right? So I literally just kind of went through the process of like, I'm like, you know what, let me just put my hand out on all of these things, you know? And then I got to the point where I'm, you know, like a couple months in, I'm just like, you know what? <clears throat> Whoever calls me first, I'm gone. You know, I just had that mentality. It was like, if a rat calls me first, I'm gone. Kirikow calls me first, I'm gone. If LA calls me first, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking out. And sure enough, man, I'm literally down in Irvine <laughs> and it's, you know, middle, I think it was, Probably around summertime, and I'm just digging, you know, just cement. And I, I kept talking to my, because I'm out there with my uncles and my cousin, and they knew, they were like, dude, like, you don't need to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, go, go do what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do, right? So I told my uncle that morning, hey, I'm, I'm going to get a phone call today. And whenever it is, that's where I'm going. He's like, but you better get out of here. So sure enough, my phone rings, and I'm like, uh, what the heck? 
Right. I had tell my, so I had tell I was like, oh, oh, my phone's ringing. He's like, boy, get out of here. Go get it, you know? So I pick it up, and they were offering me a position as a contractor being out in Iraq. Mm. So I was like, cool, when do I leave? He's like, a couple weeks, can you be here? Yeah, absolutely, right? So I went, you know, finished up my day. You know, I was like, all right, I'm out of here, you know what I mean? And two weeks later, I moved to Iraq, and I was there for a year. So, wow. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, dude, like you, I said, whoever called me first, I'm out, you know? And that's exactly what happened. So they called me and I was like, Psh. and it's funny because I told, I told the city of LA, I was like, listen, I've got another opportunity. I, I don't, I don't know. I can't explain it. Like you said, I can't explain it, but I know I have to do this. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I just didn't feel in my heart. Like I was ready. I wasn't settled yet. You know, mm-hmm. like I still had some more stuff to see, yeah. some more stuff to do. Yeah. So man, when you get that gut punch, you know, and you get that that feeling, you just you, you gotta you gotta do it. You gotta do it, you know. So anyway, so I went out there for a year, man. I had a great time. I loved it. And then I came home, and when I came home, I went. I said, all right, I'm good. I'm done. Everything's, you know, I got it all out of my system. Mm-hmm. And then let me start applying for reapplying and everything for LA City. And within a few months of that, I believe it was, is when I'd probably say. Probably say like five months or so after I got back is when I got the call and I got hired with the city of LA. Wow. Yeah. So it was third, dude. It was, it all of the, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, all over the world, dude. Came back. Hey, listen, your journey, you gotta go with it, man. Yeah. You have to, you know, because otherwise you're just gonna be, you know, all went from here to here. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. But how many other opportunities did you yeah, have yeah. that you didn't take? You know, if you got a chance, man, just go. Yeah. Especially it would do it was me by myself. All I had to do is, hey, my dad, <laughs> I'm moving to Iraq. What? <laughs> yeah, I'll be back in a little bit. You know, all right. Let me break for you. How were they with that? Like, you know, them being from South Central, maybe mm-hmm. they didn't go out as much as yeah. you did. Well, you know, it's funny. My dad was in the Navy. Okay. Right? He was in oh, the Navy. He did that. He did that. So he got a chance to, you know, Experience see a few, it. yeah, see a few things, but it wasn't, you know, y'all said it wasn't necessarily like the way we got to. Yeah. You know, the way I got even, to. Even, I'm sure, like the, your friends growing up, like. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned, like, they just stuck around. Right. 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 Me, you know, mm-hmm. didn't see how much. And I mean, it's, it doesn't mean that they weren't successful. Right. It was just a different type of success. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm like, man, I'm trying to get a new passport book. You know, I'm like, like let's, right. let's hit these, let's right. hit these places. And, you know, that is what still keeps me like, man, I'm just trying to make this money so I can go travel so I can see different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't National Geographic everything. <laughs> you got no. to just get your passport, yeah, jump yeah, on a plane, go. and just go. Grab a backpack. Yeah, I know for me, that was like... Because I've done a little bit of traveling, not as much as you, but yeah. it's like one of the best ways for me to learn is through experiences yeah. and just traveling and just like yes. being there in person. Yes, like, yes. You know, just seeing it with your eyes. Seeing it with your own eyes, man. <clears throat> because in school, I just... They'll, they'll teach you about... Uh, you know, I don't know, like, um, you know, Washington, D.C. or something like that. Right. And, like, everything that goes on over there in right. the, the museums, and yeah. it's like, it doesn't resonate with you until you actually go there and you're standing in front of all these things. It's amazing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And even, like, I've been to uh, Japan. Yeah. And even experiencing that culture as well is just, like, crazy, right? mind blowing. Yeah, mind crazy. Mind blowing to me. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's funny you say Japan. One of my, it's just a, you know, a little sidebar. Mm-hmm. One of my biggest and most proud accomplishments is it was a couple of years ago now, probably three years ago now, 
um, me and Steph, we set out to get send our parents on a trip, mm-hmm. right? And we sent my parents to Japan for 10 days, right? And we took care of everything. Mm-hmm. And then we sent her parents to Hawaii mm-hmm. and we took care of everything, you know what I mean? And it's one of those things where if we didn't send them, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't send my parents, like they probably would have never experienced Japan, mm-hmm. but they still talk about it. They still talk, they about, still it. talk about it, wow. you know? And it's and and I I love that, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what I mean? I absolutely love that. And going back into traveling, it's funny. Like I remember, like fourth grade, something like that. I did a book report on mm-hmm. India, and it was OG, like way back when, like the encyclopedias were out. Like we didn't have Google to go find India. You know what I mean? Like I'm literally flipping through pages in the eye. You know, mm-hmm. I got an A on the book report, but I learned nothing. You know what I'm saying? And for me. <clears throat> For me and for and for Stephanie, like we're looking at it like, listen, when the kids start getting to that point and they gotta go learn about a country, we're gonna go take a week off and we're gonna go to the country and we're gonna go take pictures and we're gonna go live the culture and we're gonna like that's how you that's how you learn. Yeah. You're not gonna learn just off of watching, you know, a YouTube video. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You're not gonna learn just by Googling, you know, hey, so what's the population, whatever. No, no, like let's go, you know? We've been working hard enough that why we work so hard mm-hmm, for sure so, so we have a lot so what's your favorite place that you guys have been to when okay together. yeah together i would say i would say jamaica mm-hmm. we went to jamaica jamaica was fire we're actually going in there we're going there in may oh see there you go shoot <laughs> hey jamaica montego bay jamaica was fire 100 yeah, percent. we've been to mexico a bunch of times you know dominican republic like the way the the way that we look at it two different ways, right? There's trips and there's vacations, mm-hmm. right? A trip, that's when you go sightsee, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you go, you know, you have the guys and all that other stuff. Vacation, bro, we're hitting the beach. Yeah. <laughs> and leave us alone. Right. Don't talk to us about it. Just right. let it happen, you know? So yeah. we're always on the last last couple of years, minus last year. Well, I'll tell you what. Jamaica was one in Fiji. We went to mm-hmm. Fiji last year. Man, you talking about an experience? do like it's one of those things that you you can't you know you see it on national geographic like i keep saying right you see it on discovery channel you know the oceans and this and that dude until you step foot in that water i don't want to hear it you know (laughs) it's a until you're coming down in the airplane with a prop in like nine seats and you're buzzing (laughs) the trees to land on a dirt runway Like, I don't want to hear it, bro. Right, that's, that's insane. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That was PG. <clears throat> Until you do that, I don't want to hear it, you know? That's traveling right there. <laughs> wow. That, that's Why, hey, when you see that, when you look straight ahead and both of the pilots are holding the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Know, like, you, I don't know if we're going to land this Yeah, like, you haven't lived. You <laughs> haven't lived, man. You know wow, what I'm saying? Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's that's right, dude. That's, that's the way we roll, you know? So last... So like we 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 set it up. Our whole main goal is every four months go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Every three months actually. So we wind up having like four trips mm-hmm. throughout the year, mm-hmm. right? Two with the kids and then two with us. Mm-hmm. And thank God, you know, my parents are so unbelievable with the kids, mm-hmm. and her parents are so unbelievable with the kids that we'll go. Like we went to Fiji for eleven days, I think it was, right? Travel time and everything. Kids were good school homework oh it's like you know what i mean like it doesn't matter right yeah so we're spoiled when it comes to like that family foundation mm-hmm. you know completely spoiled yeah that's crazy because my wife and i we 
always talk about creating a life that we don't have to because when I think of the word vacation mm -hmm. I think of like leaving what you're doing like leaving reality yeah and a lot of people say oh it's time uh, to yeah. go back time to, to escape <laughs> yeah time to escape yeah, yeah. yeah. so like yeah. I want to be able to create a life where we don't need to like take a vacation mm -hmm. because we're sick of our job we're mm -hmm. sick of whatever the case may be right right so right. um that's pretty that's crazy that you guys take four trips oh yeah that's, that's, dude that's that's our thing and we we've had like such a we've had such a long gap we went to fiji and you then in puerto rico no, we have that's on the list, right? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, right. That's on the list, hundred percent, right? There's a few that are on the list. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's on the list this year? Greece is on the list. Yeah, hundred percent. Greece is on the list. Going back to Mexico, Mexico is just like super easy for us, you know. And the kids love it. But then they haven't really been anywhere else yet, you know. So all they talk about is Mexico, right? So Greece, Hawaii is on it. Mexico, and then we've got like a fourth surprise. We don't know what we're gonna do yet. You know what I mean? But it's just like, let's do it, you know? And for us, it's it's not, oh my gosh, I got to get away. No, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, yeah. let's go there and let's make something out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Experience something. It's experience something, right? And then let's get, you know, let's let our imagination run wild. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, we were literally, literally, when we came back from Fiji, like for a solid month, we're just like, how in the world do we move there? How in the world? Like that's the place. That's the type of places I want to go to. You know. That's crazy because when when I come back from trips, it's yeah. never like oh, I'm going back to reality. Like yeah. I'm actually excited to go back home. Oh yeah. I'm trying to figure out how do I do this? Again? How do I do it again? Yeah. Exactly. Like how do I do it again? How do I do it better? How do I do it sooner? Right, right, <laughs> you know what right. I mean? And how do I make you know? Because like you'll be there, and there's like certain things you're like, man, next time, you know, man, yeah. next time, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, for man, sure. Next time, and that's dude. That that's that's us. 100%. And that's one of the only places where we said we are absolutely no questions asked coming back to, you know. For me, I, I'm, you know, it's just my quirkiness. Like, I don't like to backtrack. I'm like, well, we already been there. Let's go here now, you know. Let's go check this place out. Let's go that. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. But Fiji, oh, man, like, we were literally, <laughs> how do we move here, you know? How do we do it? And it was, it it just started getting us on like that imagination station. You know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's, wow. let's, let's just, let's just start mapping this stuff out. Have you been to Dubai? Oh yeah. A few times. What? Oh yeah. Wow. Oh, I told, I told her already, I said, listen, that is one place we have to go together. Oh, you guys haven't been together? We haven't been together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I'm telling you like there, there is, there is post-marriage, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And there was a lot of pre-marriage, right? <laughs> however, right. however, all the pre-marriage that I did, it wouldn't have happened if I was married. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Got you. And it wasn't because of any other reason, but I wanted to do it for myself. You know what I mean? And when you talk to her, and there's so much stuff that she did way before me. I'm just like, dude, you know, you just get that, you just have like that vibe. You're like, geez, you've been to a ton of places. You've done, done a lot of stuff too. Mm. All right, we could definitely clear. Right, you know, right. as opposed to like, yeah, you know, I live nine miles from the beach and I've never been there. You know what I mean? Like, they got people like that. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Like, they won't even leave their own block. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, it's crazy. I totally agree, bro. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about that uh, our last conversation. Yeah. But now I'm, now I'm super curious mm -hmm. how you how you guys got into, like, the entrepreneurship. Yeah. Like, what, what, how, like, what was the transition like? All right. Know? So, that was, I was full-time firefighting, mm -hmm. right? I'm... I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the backstory, so that way you know that we shouldn't have ever done it. <laughs> okay, check okay. this. I'm full time firefighting, right? 
So I'm, you know, 24 hour shifts on 24 off, right? And I'd work a, you know, a three day or six day block where I'd be on three days and then I'd have off four. And then at the same time, she's full-time nursing because she's, she's the type where both of us are, both of us are completely blessed then, like without a doubt. We both had the opportunity to work and be in the career field that we dreamt about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like how many people can honestly say that? Like there was no questions asked in my mind that I was going to be a professional firefighter. And there was no questions in my mind that I was going to work for the city of LA. I said it years before we even, I even started, you know? She went to school and got her bachelor's in nursing. You know what I mean? And then she gets out, you know, she'll tell you the whole story. She gets out and she's been a nurse for 15 years now, you know? So I'm full-time firefighting. She's full-time nursing. And we've got two toddlers. <laughs> Perfect time to go start a business. Right. You know what I'm saying? We've got no business capital, right? We've got no business sense. And we got no business opening up a business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we got all three <laughs> of them things going against us, right? However... With that being said, we had the two things that all you all you need is two things, man. You just need heart and determination. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. If you got a heart for this and you got determination to get stuff done, you're gonna figure it out, gonna figure it out right? So we were in that moment <laughs> where we were we were hanging out with friends, you know, we were with family a lot, and we just, you know, it was like we're doing the same thing. You know what I mean? It's like, yay, we're off. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go have a bunch of drinks. Then watch TV till late. Yeah, watch TV till late and then do it again next weekend or do it again on our next break. You know what I'm saying? And it just got to, it just started feeling like that hamster, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, now mind you, like we're in two of probably, you know, the most revered career fields, you know? And we are like losing our mind. Her more than me, 100%. So her, this is what she, you know, her Shark Tank idea, right? Like, everybody loves that show. You know what I mean? Like, you watching Shark Tank, you're like, bro, I could have done that. Well, why didn't you? <laughs> right. You know? Man, I could have invented that rubber thing. Well, you didn't. You know right. what I'm saying? My man here did. And now he just got, you know, yeah. funding for like a billion dollars, whatever, you know? So that was her. She was like, I remember one night in particular, right? One night in particular. Like, we had, you know, hanging out, had a bunch of drinks, doing the usual. And she turns, all, like, we're just, we're hanging out. She turns off the TV. Right? We're not even at our house, but they're close enough to us that whatever. So we're all like tripping, like, what is she talking about now? Right? She's like, what is our Shark Tank idea, guys? Like, what is our million dollar idea? Right? And sometimes, dude, all you have to do is just say it. Mm-hmm. Right? When you say it, and then your brain starts picking up, and then that subconscious, you know, people always talk about this stuff, not to be spooky, but it's real. Yeah. It's yeah. 100% real. What's our million dollar idea? Like, what are we gonna do? We're just sitting around, drinking every weekend, going to work, we got the kids, like, what are we gonna do, right? And of course, you know, we're throwing tomatoes at her, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sit down, turn on BH1, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just like crazy, you know? It's yeah. crazy. So I'll tell you, dude, from that night, within a month, we were having a conversation with the right person. This is how it happened. She she was actually, um, we just had our second kid. And I always say we, you know, like I put on baby weight too. Anyway, <laughs> she put on all the way, right? But I'm just being lazy. So she had this this opportunity to go work out at um, a boot camp style place right down the street from us, right? And we still work out there now. So this was like 2015, okay? 2015 and <clears throat> just, 
sometimes, man, like you just have to have your eyes open for an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when you're when you're actively searching for it, you'll see it. But when you're not searching for it, mm-hmm. man, it's gonna pass you by every single time. You know? So she was already in that mode, right? Of searching for something. Okay. So literally, there was a post up on Facebook about an opportunity to help an already um, first started franchise just kind of expand and grow, right? And mind you, this was a, this was a fitness center. We're both into fitness, but we don't know a lick about business, right? So she she came to me. It was like, hey, look, hey, look, like I saw this post. You know, would you be interested in just want to have a conversation right it's like i have no intention on opening up a business but if we could have an opportunity to sit down and talk to somebody for an hour for free mm-hmm. about business it might spark something, it might spark something mm-hmm. right like it might start getting these you know start activating that side of the brain mm-hmm. whatever it may be and you know for me i'm like yeah for sure let's do it so boom instantly like and that dude if you don't act bro it's gonna skip you every time you know what i'm saying like if it, if 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 it's there, you get you gotta act. You have to. So instantly, dude, she's like, boom. Hey, can we set up a conversation, right? Text message right back. Yeah, absolutely. How's tomorrow? At like you know, eleven o'clock. And so we were like, perfect. Now, mind you, this was this was Thursday, okay. On Friday, we're leaving with friends to go to Cancun, okay, for the weekend because we're in our usual routine. Right, right, right. So Thursday, and we're driving, right? <clears throat> this is this is this is the part right here, which is like, all right, we're driving there. My brother and my cousin live in Long Beach, okay, and they've been there forever, and you know they're both kind of like, man, like what do we do next? You know, like that type of thing. You know, what do we do next? And you know, so we're oh, we've always been close. So we're driving there, and Stephanie says, what if? It's like, wouldn't that be crazy if they said there was an opportunity in Long Beach, right? He's like, she's like, I know that they said, you know, we want to expand out of state, we want to expand out of state. But wouldn't that be crazy if there was something in Long Beach? She's like, then we could get, we could get Mike to train, you know, and then we could get, you know, Bree to my cousin, and we could get her to, you know, run the thing, and then we could try to figure this all out together as a family, right? And so we're laughing, ha, 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 whatever. We get into the meeting, 15 minutes in, he says, you know what? We have this spot in Long Beach that we were looking at. I know that it, I know that we said out of state, but we have this spot in Long Beach. Do you guys know where that is? <laughs> we're just so instantly she just kicked me on the table, dude. <laughs> kicked me on the table, right? And I'm just like, no way, okay, no way. So we we're just like, all right, you know, just hold on, step back. But we're not saying it. Yeah. We're just still having a conversation, right? So he's like, would you would you guys be interested if I talk to my partners in there? Because they're kind of iffy about it. You, you guys are like, we'll think about it. So he was like, he was like, okay, cool, right? So we were in there for an hour, and I mean, he's breaking everything down, you know, not a sales thing, just like, hey, look, this is what we're looking to do. What are you guys interested in doing? You know, so we're still saying stuff to him back and forth. And and then he was like, okay, you know, if you guys, if you guys are on it, shoot, here's a contract right here. You know, we can lock you guys in. Boom. So like, we're like, now we're pulling out paperwork, right? Mm-hmm. Like this dude, this, Probably this dude, this rocket ship just left yeah. the launch pad, bro. 
Without we, we didn't even know it. <laughs> it was such a smooth ride. We were like, yo, where are we right now? Wow. So <laughs> we leave, and dude, that car ride was just like crickets. <laughs> the whole ride. Crickets. We're just like, did that really just happen? Okay? We get home, and now mind you, I said we're leaving tomorrow. Okay? We go, we go to Cancun, and we have the worst time. Because <laughs> all we're thinking about is that. Wow. Right? Like, that's all we're thinking about. Like, literally, like, we're like on our third or fourth drink in the pool. Which, are we really going to do this? Like, like, we, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just... You know, we don't have any money. We, we got, you know, the house is great. Everything's fine. We don't have any business money. We don't know what the heck we're doing with the business, right? But if you start talking about it and it starts <laughs> lining up, you better just wow. figure it out, bro. Okay? So check this out. We get back from Mexico and she works on Monday, okay? <clears throat> we get back on Sunday. She works on Monday. I'm off. The kids are gone, I think. <clears throat> she wakes up to leave to go to work. I'm laying in the bed. She's like, hey, so I sent uh, Sam an email, right? Shout out to Sam Bakhtiar. Like, he's our mentor, dude. Like, I'm going to tell you about him. Like, if you don't have a mentor right now, you need to have one. No questions asked, okay? Because they are going to help you right. tremendously. So anyway... I, we get back home and she's like, hey, so I thought about it and I don't think we could do it. So I sent Sam an email and I let him know, hey, we're going to pass. <laughs> bro, do you know how fast I jumped out of that bed, bro? Truth is though, she's literally like already in the car <laughs> by the time she finished saying it. She's in the car. I jump up, dude. I'm in the garage. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I thought we said we were going to do it. Dude, she was like, okay, if you could fix it, just fix it. Bye. <laughs> Garage door closes, bro. Oh. I'm like, what happened? Okay. Wow. I literally grabbed my phone. I text Sam. I emailed him. Hey, dude, she sent you an email. Don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read it. Right. And I sent him an email. And I said, hey, open this email before you open hers. <laughs> don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read it. So we started emailing. So we, oh, man. All right. Don't worry about it. Dude. Six weeks later, we were open. Six weeks later, we were brick and mortar open in our first business. How was that feeling? Crazy. Scary, anxiety, stress, <laughs> laughter, fear, elation, all of it, dude. All at the same time, you know? All at the same time. Wow. Yeah. So literally six weeks we were open and we went through some crazy ups and downs, mm -hmm. right? But we opened and we were in a small little, barely 2,000 square foot space. Mm -hmm. And we were pushing so hard that our clients were like busting out the back door. So you got two, you got a decision to make. You either stick around and start losing people or you grow. And that's what we did. So 365 days to the day that we opened the year before, we tripled in size in a brand new facility. You, wow. you got to do it. Yeah. You have to do it, right? So mind you, we're running the business. We're growing like crazy. We got kids. We got kids, right? I'm still full-time. She's full-time. And I decided to, hey, 
I want to go back to school and get my degree. <laughs> you got to do it. You got to do it. That's, that's right? going to be the title of the podcast. You got to do it. You got to do it. I swear it's going to be the title. I swear. <laughs> you got to do it. That's it. Wow. See, and this is like, this is why I wanted to get you on. We haven't even like... We haven't even touched anything yet. We haven't even scratched the surface about what we talked about. Yeah. I, just, I really wanted to get you on it. <clears throat> and, and like, you, you guys that are listening, you can do it. I mean, you see how much they got going on. They had You can see how much they had going on with the kids and school and, yeah. um, you know, work and a business. But they still made it happen. And, you know, we really want to empower you guys to to uh, live the life that you deserve. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, you, got, you have to design it. You have to, you know, and dude, we were, there was a point where we were just, it was just clicking, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, it was, it was clicking and, you know, like, man, this is that feeling that people talk about, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, this yeah. is like that, yeah. you know, that, that hum, you yeah. know what I mean, where just yeah. like, yeah. everything is just boom, 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 you know, and then to, you know, nice little segue, it was humming and then it wasn't. And it literally happened that fast. And then that's part of the conversation where you and I had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was humming, and then it wasn't. Got you. And, it, it, and that's that's the only way to explain it. And that's still the only way to explain it for me. You know? <clears throat> and before before I do that, though, let me backtrack. I, I got my degree in, in business organizational management, right? And it's like, this is just a little vision piece, mm-hmm. right? A little forward thinking. Mm-hmm. When we first moved in here in our house where we're right now, we first moved in here in our office, I put her, I put her degree like way, way high, right? And she had asked me, she, she came home and she's like, why did you put it so high? I'm like, because I need to have room for mine, you know? Mm-hmm. And I didn't take a class for five years. But that spot was always there. And I always looked at it. And I always knew that no matter what, I was going to finish that goal. It had nothing to do with, oh man, I better get my degree so I can go out there and do all this. Stuff. I was already running a business, you know? It was already, we were already seven figures, right? And it was just a goal that I had for me personally that I had to accomplish, you know? No matter how long the goal takes, put it there, mm-hmm. you know? Set forth. <laughs> and eventually you're gonna make yeah. that happen, you know. So literally, I didn't take a class for five yeah. years. But I love how you guys are always like manifesting what you guys want to do. Yeah. In some type yeah. of way, whether it's speaking it or moving that degree up yeah. to the top, you guys are manifesting it in some type of way. Yeah. You guys are not scared to, to speak about it and talk no. about it. You know, no. put it out there. Dude, we talk vision all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. And there's plenty of stuff where she's like, "All right, I know this might sound nuts." And I'm like, "No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Tell me, you know." Like, who was it just the other day? I mean, shoot, I'm going to say it right now. Just the other day, she was like, well, two things that's funny. She said, she's like, we're going to have a Netflix show. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know what. I have no idea. We're going to have a Netflix show. What do you say to that? Okay. <laughs> right? And then just the other day, like, that was that was about a year or so ago. So it's still going to happen. Just the other day, she was like, we're going to be on Oprah's World Tour. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> what do you say to that? You gotta say it, man. You have to say it, right? You have to say it because this is the way we operate. We we backtrack everything, okay? Mm -hmm. Reverse engineer, dude. Mm. We're here. This is where we wanna be. So how the heck do we work backwards? 
How what what is that gonna look like? You know what I'm saying? What is that journey gonna look like? Oh, okay. Boom, 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 boom. All right. Now let's just retrace the steps that we did. You know, and it's not gonna be perfect. It's not gonna be yeah. exact. There's no way. However, if you have like a legitimate blueprint, map, whatever it is that you want to call it, your brain is gonna start putting things together and articulating it. You know, and in a spiritual sense, you know, whatever it is that you know, your listeners out there are, you know, God's going to put it together or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's going to happen. Right. And it's not to be, you know, oh, no questions asked. Every single thing that you wish for is going to happen. That's not what it is. You know, like there's plenty of stuff that we have put out there that didn't happen. However, because we were so tough on that track, something else popped and we were like, wait a minute, <laughs> where did this come from? Because we were already pursuing something that was crazy up here. You know, yeah. we were already pushing ourselves to get way up here, even though this didn't happen. Holy smokes! What in the world is this? Let's go check this out. Gotcha. Wow. Got to do it, man. That's crazy. So, um, do you, you want to get into? <clears throat> Let's do it. All right, go ahead. Let's talk about it. So, when I said it was all good until it wasn't, mm-hmm. I mean like it wasn't. Man. By the way, we have like twenty minutes. Sure. All right, let's make it happen. So. It was one of those things, man, where I just, I started, I started not feeling myself, you know, I started just like, there was just something off, you know what I mean? It was off emotionally because I'll tell you right now, like I was at like, I felt physically like I was at my peak, you know what I mean? Like I'm firefighting, I got my own gym, you know what I mean? Like I'm like that dude, you know, I'm that guy, you know, supplements, you know, all that stuff. Anyway. And you think that, you know, you think on the surface it was good, dude, but, you know, there are times we're literally in the middle of building a seven-figure business and I can't even get out of bed, right? And that's not me, you know? There are times when, you know, I'd, I'd be at work, man, and I'd have, you know, I'd be at work, I'd be with my boys, everything would be great. It wouldn't matter what happened at work, but as soon as I came home, man, I'm just snapping, you know what I mean? Snapping at, snapping at my wife, snapping at the kids, for no reason, you know? And I mean, I got toddlers, you know? I was like, mm-hmm. man, I'm, I'm supposed to be here, you know, loving, hugging, you know, that type of dad. And I was the exact opposite, you know? So I knew there was, I knew there were problems when the kids wouldn't even, like, come to me for things. You know what I mean? I knew there were problems when me and the wife were just at each other's throats, right? Like, constantly, man, like, all day long. And I'm just like, I, I'll say, man, my favorite days were when I was home by myself. And that's crazy, you know? That's crazy. Because there's so much on the surface that's looking great, you know? Man, they got it all, you know what I mean? They got whatever they want, they can do whatever they want, they're traveling, all this other stuff. But dude, I was hurting, bro. I was suffering, man. And I didn't know what and I didn't know why, you know? And that was an entire new journey for me that I had never been on before, you know what I mean? Like, for me, dude, you know, I grew up, I grew up around men, you know, my dad, there were six brothers on my dad's side, you know what I'm saying, my grandpa, like, it was men, dude, that I was raised by, you know, don't get me wrong, my mom is, you know, she is solid as a rock, there's no questions asked, but I was raised by men, and you just don't, dude, you suck it up, bro, you know what I'm saying? Toughen it up, dude. Like, like, you know how much stuff I've been through? Yeah. You know? I don't complain. I don't talk about it. I just let it happen. 
Yeah. And for me, I don't know if I'm just wired different, but that wasn't, that just didn't sit good with me, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, it got to the point, dude, where I'm like, all right, we, I, I told, it was, it was, you know, the drinking escalated, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, I'm not, I always say, you know, I'm not like the addictive personality type, you know, like if I wanted to stop cold turkey, I would stop cold turkey, you know, but then eventually, you know what I'm saying? It would happen again. And I stopped with that type of stuff. So it's just cyclic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, man, I'm having a great time at work. We're building the business, but I can't stand being home. You know, I'd be at family gatherings, dude. And I'm like, man, let me go find the smallest corner and just leave me alone. You know what I mean? I'm sleepy, I'm tired, I'm anxious, I'm all tripping, whatever it may be. And dude, it got to the point to where I literally told her because it, we, we were so bad right here, we were so bad that I told her, I was like, listen, if you leave me, I won't blame you. You know, I won't blame you. I said, because I'm a wreck and I don't know why. And it's not fair to you, mm-hmm. and it's not fair to the kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because dude, they're like literally, they'd be on their way home, and then they'd ask, you know, in their younger, you know, younger selves, "Is Daddy home?" You know what I mean? And she'd say, "Yeah," and then like instantly, dude, like the whole mood would change in the car, bro. I'm like, I'm at home, and I don't even know this is going on. You know? And that for me, dude, huge eye opener, man. Because like I said, man, family for me is just so big. So. I told I I had told her you know I came to a point and I'll I'll tell you right now I was lit one night I was literally laying in bed now mind you I told you how hard I worked for this mm-hmm. right you know what I went through yeah. to get to this point it was one night I was laying in bed <clears throat> like two in the morning at the fire station and I grabbed my phone and I wrote my resignation letter on my phone in my notes don't know why don't know how don't know have no clue, can't explain it. And I, it sat there, right? But this goes back into manifestation, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Whether it's good or bad, <laughs> it works both ways. Yeah, you know you what I mean? Like you don't look at it like that, right? So I got to the point, man, <clears throat> where I was just like, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So probably I'd say, you know, about a month or so after you know, I wrote that, like, it just sat with me, bro. It just sat with me. And one morning, I walked into the station where I, I you know, I, I leave here, drive into LA, because that's where I worked. I worked right in West, West Side. <clears throat> and I drove into work, and it was all super quiet. You know, I normally listen to music, you know, whatever. Dude, I'm just in my mind, bro. I'm in my head like crazy. I pull up to the station, like, on my normal routine. I walk in the door, and... When I walked in the door, I just stood there with my duffel bag in my hand, and I'm just, it's, all the lights are off, the guys are upstairs sleeping. I'm staring at the fire engine, and without a single doubt in my mind, that there was that voice right over my right shoulder, and it said, today is your last day here. Mm-hmm. Well, mind you, like, Ed, even, yeah, I wrote the resignation, I had zero intention on anything like that happening. I never even, I didn't even tell Stephanie. I she had no idea. Okay. But what do you got to do? You got to do it, bro. 
You gotta do it. So I took the entire day, the entire day, talking to my boys. I brought because there was a, there was a core group of us that I love them dudes with all of my heart, man. You know, like they they got me through it. I brought them into the brought them into the room and I just told them I was like, guys, I can't explain it, but I gotta go. You know, I have to go. And you know, every last one of them was just like, I get it. You know, and like that entire day it took me to figure out how in the world to take the time off that I needed, you know? And here's a question for you though. If you felt like when you remove yourself from a certain situation that's causing all the drama and all the extra, you feel like if you remove yourself from that situation, you would get better, right? You would think so. You would think so, right? Yeah, yeah. Bruh, that's when everything really started. Wow. That's when everything really started because the one thing that I knew for, I can't even tell you how long, is now not there. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, for sure. And then is when all of that doubt just starts <laughs> destroying my thought process. Bro, you're weak. What do you mean you're walking away? What do you mean you need time off? Like, man up, you know, get stronger. What the heck? Go do what you got to do. You know, you're the provider, you know what I'm saying? What do you what do you what are you thinking? You know? What are you thinking? And dude, it was just, man, I was here all day long. All day long. And I had told I told Steph, and this was this was the this was the biggest, biggest turning point for me, is acknowledging to myself I need help. Right? Dude, that that is the biggest biggest thing that you could possibly do if you're in that feeling mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying if you're in those emotions if you're in that stress and anxiety and depression bro like I was I was I was at the bottom of the barrel and I'm still looking for levels below that you know what I'm saying I can't even tell you how deep I was can't even explain it again mm-hmm. but I got to that point where I literally I told when I acknowledged it to myself I was like okay I need help. I don't know what this is. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know any. I don't know anything. I just know I'm not me. You know? And then I sat with that for a while. And then I told Steph, you know, not too long after that, I was like, honey, I need help. Right? Those, dude, those three words right there, I need help, man, those are the three most powerful words you could possibly say. 100%. Because for me, it took the burden off of me and now it was a shared responsibility, right? So I tell people, you know, people that I'm talking to about this all the time, I'm like, listen, everybody has one, right? If I ask you, Chris, who's your one? Like, you know exactly who I'm talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. That's my one, you know? Whether it's your wife, whether it's your best friend, whether it's a cousin, whether it's, you know, aunt or uncle, whether it's your mom or dad, you know? Everybody has one. For me, it was, you know, the person that I'd been with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're going on 10 years this year. She was my one. So when I told her, that's when she just went into grind mode, dude. That's when she was like, okay, I got it. You know, I got it. And that's when I started going through, you know, the therapies and, you know, taking all the tests and feeling like a guinea pig. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the worst part for me, yeah, man. Yeah. That was the worst part for me. I'm like, I'm like I, I don't like any of this stuff. 
feelings, you know? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Right. <laughs> I put them in my back pocket and just right. sit on them all day. That's what you do, mm-hmm. right? That's what you're taught, you know? But for me, I couldn't just do that. And it was a big deal when I said, I need help. I need help. You know, they say, like, one of the, the biggest uh, downfalls for leaders yeah. is the fact that they don't reach out for help. They yeah. have too much ego, and they don't, like you said, they don't reach out for help. Yeah. They don't ask for help. Yeah. That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. So when I said that, man, it was, that's that was the start of that next journey, that next season, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. in life. And, you know, I know, you know, talking to the guys out there, Dude, if you got that, if you, if you'd be surprised how strong she is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you don't give her a chance yeah, to be. show that strength, bro, you, you're, you know, it's, it's like, dude, you got a, you, you've got a monster <laughs> in your corner. But if you don't let her, you know, if you don't unleash that, if you don't let her get to that point, mm-hmm. man, there's no telling what you could have accomplished, you know what I'm saying? If you just put away your ego, mm-hmm. you know? And when I gave, when I said that to her, that's when she just completely changed the game. Totally changed the game. She took care of all my appointments. She took care of this. She literally told me, she said, listen, if I have to work seven days a week, 12 hour shifts, I'm going to do that because money is not where my heart is. Mm-hmm. My heart is us. And the kids, you know? And I mean, mind you, like, not too long before, I literally gave her permission to walk out on her. And she was pretty damn close to taking that opportunity. And I wouldn't have blamed her, you know? And that gave her that opportunity to be like, you know what? If I could have a direct impact mm-hmm. on literally bringing us back together again, shoot, I'd be crazy not to take it. Right, right. Crazy not to take it. Right, that's crazy. So... We got about like seven minutes left. Yeah. So, so now, yeah. Let's let's flip it around and, uh-huh. and finish off kind of positive. So, yeah. From that, what did you learn, and where are you going from there? So, the biggest the biggest takeaway that I had was if you stay in your own mind, bro, that's the most dangerous place that you could possibly be. If you're in that mode, right? Yeah. So for me after going through everything, like I was officially diagnosed with PTSD, depression, and anxiety, right? So for me, it was like, man, that's, that sounds like three life sentences. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, great, well, I'm screwed for life, you know? Wonderful, I'm just gonna be this dude, I'm gonna be this way forever, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, babe, just live with it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that was what it was. So now I'm like, not only can I not get out of it by myself, Right? I can't talk to anybody about it. I didn't feel like. On top of that, they actually told me what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now I'm just like really in it, bro. You know? And I mean, mind you, like, dude, I've had some anxiety attacks that were crippling. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? I didn't even get into that part. And <clears throat> there were times, you know, for me, dude, where it was like, you have to get out of your head, man. You know? But when you start, when you start, telling yourself you know those negative things all the time where's the room for positivity right there isn't any you know what i mean they say um i think 
I was talking to you about it. We have like sixty to eighty thousand. Uh, yeah, thoughts. A yeah, day. A day. And eighty percent of them are like ninety percent of them yeah. are negative. Right. And we can't juggle two thoughts at once. No, you can't. So you why can't. put all your energy towards those negative thoughts? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And the thing too is, man, is I I honestly felt like my mind betrayed me. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like I felt like I couldn't trust myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I couldn't. Because all the thoughts and emotions and stuff that like I'm not used to having, you know, like I'm not that dude. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy, you know, I'm the positive, I'm the smiling, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, I had this what I had to do is I literally had to change my story, bro. I had to change what I'm telling myself every day, right? So PTSD, right? Everyone knows what that stands for, post-traumatic stress disorder. That's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. And I literally said, you know what? And I mean, I've, it's been going on about two years now for me where I'm like, all right, this needs to mean something else. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going through this for nothing, right? So I literally just sat down and I said, man, like, we need we just a little thought here, a little thought there every day, dude, just starts really getting you back on that track, you know? Because I'd say that dude, there's certain days where you might only go a millimeter, but then there's other days where you might go a mile. You know what I mean? It's a step in the but right it's a step in the right direction, dude. Always take that step, right? So for me, I literally changed the acronym PTSD from post-traumatic stress disorder. And now for me, it stands for pushing towards success daily. That's what it means. Yes, I have PTSD. I'm pushing towards success daily. Yes, I have mental health. Man, I can't be any more mentally sharp right now. Mm-hmm. I hate how mental health right now is such a negative connotation. When you think of physical health, like I was saying, mm-hmm. like I told we talked about the other day. When you talk about physical health, man, you think about, you know, NBA players, you think about NFL, you think about, you know, top tier athletes. But then when you hear mental health, what do you think about? Negative. Everything. Why isn't they why aren't they parallel? Why aren't they on the same plane? Mm-hmm. You know? And my whole reason right now and i mean this is once again that vision bro like it can't be any clearer right now the whole reason for me going through what i went through is to help other people that are where i used to be man you know 100 percent. like i know for a absolute fact that's why i'm writing my that's why we're writing the book right now mm-hmm. we're almost finished with it you know that's why i'm launching our our e-course that we're almost finished with that too you know dude it's like listen if it doesn't work for you necessarily, I mean, this isn't no therapy stuff. I mean, a doctor, I'm just yeah, a dude yeah. who went through a crazy experience and I'm just sharing what worked for me, right? There's plenty of people who's like, man, that was amazing. It worked, like, thank you so much. And there's other people, you know what? No, it wasn't necessarily for me, but at least you're on the right track to look to get better. You know what I'm saying? That's the important part. Take a step, man. You gotta do it. <laughs> you gotta do it. We're, driving, we're releasing our documentary on top of that too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's one of those things where like we are just bare, bro. Like this is us. You know, this is exactly what it is that we are and who we are. You know. Right. Right. And for me, man, like just talking to your listeners, like you guys, you got to change your story. Mm-hmm. You have to start telling yourself something else. You know, you have to. And my story isn't any better than anybody mm-hmm. else's. It's not any worse than anybody else's. It's just my story. Right. Right. You know. And I'm proud of my story. And I mean, I'm just to give you a context of it, dude, this is five years. This wasn't a couple of months, you know what I'm saying? This wasn't like, dude, this was a five-year, like I was at a mental peak, bro. You know, physical, mental, emotional, 
Like, it was humming. And dude, I went through a mental hell. I went through the deepest valley I could have even possibly imagined. And now, I'll tell you 100% today, I don't remember the last time I felt this good. Wow. Okay, 100%. But now, mind you, I'm not at the same peak that I was at. I'm at a different peak mm -hmm. because I went through a brand new journey, dude. Yeah. I went exactly. through a valley. Why would I turn around and go back up to the right, same right, peak? Right. That's backtracking. Wow. I'm on a brand new peak, dude. Mm -hmm. And I know there's going to be a value that comes. However, I feel like I'm a lot better equipped to prepare for it, to prepare for it, to deal with it, yeah. to, deal with it to handle it. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not problems; they're challenges. Mm -hmm. If you got problems, then those are things that you might not ever get out of. Mm -hmm. If you look at them as a challenge, like man, I'm stronger than that. I could do that, you know. And that's the way that I'm looking at it now, dude. Hundred percent. That's really powerful, powerful stuff. Um, it's, it's, it's about that time, but I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Yeah, man. And I always have my guests yeah. leave one piece of advice for the audience. It could be yeah. literally anything just quick. Okay. Um, whatever you want to tell the audience, leave one thing that they can apply to their life. You got to do it. You got to do it. That's it. That's it. You, you, you have to do it, man. That's good. Okay? Yeah. Because if you don't, somebody else is going to do it. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be the dude on the couch watching Shark Tank when that was your idea in the first place. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't act on it, yeah, for sure. you can't complain about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I had a ton of other things to ask you. <laughs> we can do like, a part two if you want to, no, baby. I'm serious, we're gonna have to do a part two with your wife. And like, cause I had so much more to talk to you about yeah. and like ask you, and yeah. I know you had like a lot more to say, yeah. um, but I appreciate you. And if you guys love the episode, please share it with somebody, yeah. please. Uh, leave a rating and review and on that note I'll catch y'all next week yeah thanks man that's right I have grousing with an alligator I done tussled with a whale I done handcuffed lightning throw thunder in baby.